and welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mrs. God. Really? Mrs. Mrs. Mia. Mrs. Mia. Hello, Mrs. Mia. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> my name is Mistress Fucking Mia. And um, I've got my co-host, my bestie, my pal. Master fucking John. <laughs> the chronic masturbator. <laughs> All right. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's always got to do and it. And I'm good at it, so it might as well be me. How do you know you're good at it, though? Do you just sit back and say, yeah, I'm good, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Stroke that cock, John, yeah. Yeah, yeah self-reviews. And you go, like, dang, John, you're good at What the fuck? <laughs> that felt good. You should do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I make that sound and my dog wags her tail. <laughs> okay. All right. She knows what that sound is. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> funny story. Not going to tell you on the podcast, though. Oh. But it has something to do with blowjobs and four dogs surrounding me. And something else. <laughs> Were they taking notes? Oh, totally. Totally. They <laughs> wanted it on that action. <laughs> I wonder if she'd been biting me on the dick. Right. Right. <laughs> it's they, your fault. They started licking my husband on their on his face. They're like, Daddy, we're just trying to help out. I'm like, go away. We're trying to get a nut. Go. Oh All right. God. Here, we've had enough. Let's see. Okay. The, so thegoodtrade.com has put out this lovely, lovely article written by Emily Torres. And it is called, Why You Should Talk to Your Friends About Sex and How to Bring It Up. We talk about to our friends about sex every All day. All the time, because we've got cool friends. Well, yeah. And the podcast is our friends. We talk. They listen to us every day. They're my friends. I don't know if they're friends with you. Bitch, they all like me. <laughs> it's my show, bitch. You're just the side chick. <laughs> yeah, you're the side chick, bitch. Sideways chick. Yes, you are. All right. So, yeah, it's interesting that our Griswold couple, they always say, Mia, we just love that we can talk to you about our sex life. And I'm like, I know, it's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's the point, is that we can open up freely, talk to our friends, because it's not like you want to talk to your family about your sex life, so you get to talk to your friends about it. Right. You know? I mean, you show your dick pics all the time to your friends, you know? I do. Sometimes do. on purpose, sometimes on accident. Either way, it happens. Either way, it happens. Exactly. Like, don't look at my phone if you don't want to see my dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, let's talk about sex, John. All right. Let's do it. My adult friends and I can talk and have talked about nearly everything. But when it comes to sex, we revert to our prepubescent selves, giggling at every anatomical term. <laughs> Vagina! <laughs> what a giggle! <laughs> or we make jokes about it to mask our discomfort. Call it immature or call it the product of sex education that taught us little to nothing about the mechanics of, the, the mechanics of sex. I like to think that it's the latter. You have a hard time when, it, when you're talking about sex. You stumble. Oh, I totally do because I just get so hot and bothered. Is it? Totally. It could be the fact that it's late and it's way past my bedtime and I'm fucking tired. And I'm sitting here with you. <laughs> Poor baby. I know. Oh. 
All right, bitch, go ahead. It's finally time to have finally the talk. Time. <laughs> <laughs> With your friends. The birds and the bees. All right, let's talk about sex, baby. Mm-hmm. But lately, I've been wondering... Should I bring it up more often, especially with the disruption and isolation of the past few years, where I know many of us are struggling with touch deprivation and physical intimacy, or lack thereof? Is it finally time for me to have the talk with my friends? Oh, is it? And you know, I've tried to... I'm grateful for the friends I have now, because a lot of times, Mm -hmm. well, all the time in the past... You try to talk about things and you try to bring things up. Even go to the strip club and they're just like, oh, my God, you can't believe you're talking about that. It's like, stop being fucking baby. No kidding. We all have sex. It's cool. So it can be difficult, especially the group of friends. You have to have a group of friends that you're open with. So when I was, you know, 19, 20 years old, I didn't want to lose my virginity. I really want to just look for love. You know, I was raised as a good Catholic girl, and I thought, oh, you know, I'm going to wait for love. Oh, you so, had ideals. I did. I Aww, did. How cute. <laughs> okay. So, ass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so when that happened, my very good friend at the time, who I grew up with, she was the queen of sluts. And when I, I want to meet her. You know what? <laughs> it's okay. If you were attracted I, to her, yeah, I would have introduced you a long time ago. <laughs> However, you wouldn't be. She's not your type. Well, I mean, I've met a lot of slutty queens. Yeah. Queen sluts. She's more of the punk rocker type, uh-huh. you know, with pink hair. Really not your type. Anywho, so, yeah, what does that mean? What's that look? That's what I was in high school. Punk rock. I had a mohawk. You had an afro. Don't lie. Fuck you. (laughs) I saw your high school picture. (laughs) That was combed down for the high school. (laughs) For the picture. (laughs) I am punk rock bitch. (laughs) Okay. Well, anywho, she was like the queen of sluts. And, you know, she would always tell me, don't wait for, for love. Don't wait for marriage. Get out there and fuck because you're young and just go have fun. And so I took that advice and it was just like, wow, she needed to give me a little more information. (laughs) 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 We figured it out now. Yeah. Well, God, yeah. I'm I'm the queen. I'm, I'm a champ on that. However, but it was so funny because she lost her virginity when she was very, very young. Like, prepubescent as we're talking about this. Wow. She was juvenile sex, which is, you know, ridiculously disgusting to think about that. However, um, she was very promiscuous. And so one day I said, Hey, why don't you list all the men you've slept with? (laughs) And she had like circus guy, pizza guy. <laughs> AT&T guy, Verizon guy. Like, she did not remember these people's names. She probably didn't know their names to start with. Oh, absolutely not. Why would she care? Right. She told me that she went to a circus one time, saw a guy. He was the one that had the, the fish bowls where you throw the ball to throw into the fish bowl and you win fish. The carny. The carny, exactly. Oh, that's gross. It is so gross. I've and seen carnies, and I'm yeah. like, 
Why can't I get a girlfriend? These motherfuckers. Well, she, she <laughs> fucked him behind the tents. Jeez. Like, I'm like, Those guys wow. are nasty. Yeah, well, they're people, you know? They are people. And they have working parts, too, just like we all do. I guess. And what's, hey, sex sometimes is fun if it's just dirty. Right? Do you have to be ugly? <laughs> 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 I can you have dirty sex with cute people. <laughs> I had dirty sex last week with another cute girl. How about having dirty sex with dirty people? <laughs> That's just a whole new level. <laughs> you would do it. No. If you smell like that and need a bath, no. Come back later. Oh, they don't necessarily have to stink. I'm, I'm just, just picking because it's a carny. I'm you just, know, if they're a carny. I'm stereotyping. I should be ashamed of myself. They might smell like hot sausage and popcorn. I mean, <laughs> even better, yay! Yes, <laughs> that's what I want to think about when I'm eating a pussy. Hot that sausage makes and me popcorn. hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Did she at least want a stuffed animal from it? <laughs> oh, I think she might have got some fish from it. <laughs> she got stuffed, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, her tuna got stuffed. <laughs> Wow, we've got problems. Anywho. <laughs> That's what happens when you talk to your friends about sex. <laughs> you have fucked up conversations. And, you know, everybody has a difference of opinion. But, you know, ultimately, let's read this guide and see what it says about how to break it to your friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Talking about sex frames up sexual norms. We're all about normalizing sex. Absolutely. A lot of us feel embarrassed about sexual desires, preferences, experiences, or struggles that are actually common. But we don't learn how common they are until we talk about them. It can also bring to light unaddressed concerns in our relationships. Talking about sex can also teach us what's not normal. That is, if we're not being treated right in the bedroom by our partner. Yeah. All right. Talking about sex broadens our perspective. Discussing sex lets you hear more various points of view about sex, possibly including some people's experiences and preferences. We just talked about somebody's we ex- did. experiences yeah. and preferences. Absolutely. I prefer girls that take showers with me. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to clean out their ass, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> So, talking about sex solidifies our support network. So, yeah, it's kind of like, oh, God, I can't wait to call her and tell her all about, you know, our sex last night, which, you know, I did that in my 20s. Now it's like, I don't fucking care. I'll tell anybody. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Now you just text me. So, how was last night? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I didn't leave till almost midnight. What happened? Yes. And then I get over here and you're talking to her and I'm walking in. I was like. Oh, really? You told her about that, huh? Of course I did. <laughs> of course. Dis- discussing great. sex with friends gives you a sense of who will be an ally when you need it most. But if you don't have someone to talk to about everything under the sun, you can seek community and conversation online. I don't think I'd want to do that. Perhaps no. you find community on Reddit. Good for you. Just be cautious and protect yourself. Yeah, that doesn't sound exciting. I really don't want to talk to strangers about that. No. Because there's always some asshole that makes some nasty, hateful comment. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on Reddit, and I look at them, and usually it's um, they're asking for advice, and then a bunch of strangers come in and give them advice. 
It's not, hey, this was great last night, blah, 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 and they're having a conversation. It's it's a bunch of strangers telling you what you did wrong. Yeah. And being assholes. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I know that you and I talk to our friends about sex, and we never judge anyone. No. Never. No. You know? And, you know, I had said something to one of my friends the other day. They're, they were like, you know, I did a gangbang. And I said, great for you, you know? And she's like, I just thought you would judge me. I'm like, bitch, I have had multiple gangbangs. I am the last person that's going to judge you. Right. And me, I'm like, jealous. As long as I it's need a gangbang. safe, sane, and consensual, we're good. Yeah, you're going to get your gangbang for your birthday. What? Why has it got to be sane? Well, I know you're crazy. However, they know. need to be sane when they do it. But when I do it, it's going to be crazy as fuck. Okay, good to it's know. It's going to be insane. Good to know. So... <laughs> Bringing up sex with your friends, John, how do you do it? Hmm. Having the talk with your friends can be as simple as asking them in clear terms if you can discuss a sexual experience. You know. <laughs> We've done I, that multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> but again, you have to be careful you do it with because I've got a good friend and I, you know, I was trying to tell him he knows what I do here. He knows I do the podcast. He knows that I'm best friends with the dominatrix. Woo-hoo. Everything we do. You went and picked him up one day and took him to work and asked him about fucking your niece. <laughs> like you do. That shit was funny. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I was showing pictures. I was like, yeah, I'm talking to this girl and this girl and this girl. And some of them, you know, like, oh, check this girl out. And she'd be naked. He's like, I can't believe you're doing that. Why are you showing me these pictures? I'm like, bitch, stop being fucking stupid. Because they're hot. If somebody shows you a picture of Nurse Nancy and you say, why are you showing me this? You're an idiot. He is a huge idiot. I told you when I met him, I thought he was an idiot. But damn, maybe he needs to explore his gay side if he was so offended by Nurse Nancy. Yeah, she was naked too. I mean, she's she sent me fucking incredible. Like, Why are you showing me this? I'm like, dude, what the fuck's wow. wrong with you? I would say thank you. Right? Show me more. Nurse Nancy is fucking gorgeous. And the crazy part was I was there at his house with a friend of ours. Yeah. A girl. And she was looking at the pictures and she thought it was great. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So your friend, he might be a little more gay than what you think. Well, it was all of my friends acted that way. I couldn't talk to any of them like that. Oh, my God. I have real friends now. No Genuine shit. friends. No shit. Gosh. Fuck those bitches. Can't talk about sex. Fuck <laughs> you. You're boring. <laughs> that is so crazy. Okay. So, can I get your advice? This is how you bring up conversations to your friends. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to read these out? Yeah, go ahead. You started. You- okay. Can I get your advice on something that came up in my sex life? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? Oh, my God. That's I don't original. Know if, I don't know if that's going to work. No. Okay. I was reading this article about incorporating toys into sex with a partner. Have you ever tried that? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, funny thing, my painter was in the dungeon the other day, and you know what he said? He's like, man, Mia, all I do in here, this is the first time I've really been in here for long periods of time. I don't know whether to stroke my dick or stroke my paintbrush, but I'm half horny, half hard. I mean, he was just like, he didn't know what to think. (laughs) He did not know what to think. <laughs> and then, of course, my husband says, I'm just afraid I'm going to walk in and he's like using a fucking toy on himself. Wow. And that third third question is 
ask your friends, did you see that Broad City episode about pegging? Okay, that one we could probably get down with. Yeah, because we all talk about pegging. Well, that and did you see Fifty Shades of Grey when they did this, this, and this? We talk about yeah. it all the time. It's a good way to start a conversation. It is. But that first one, can I get your advice on something that came up in my sex life? Nobody. No. No, they're going to be like my friend. Be like, don't be stupid. That sounds like they're something you'd ask your therapist or your doctor. Right. Yeah. Or your mom. <laughs> I wouldn't ask my mom, but, you know, that sounds like something like dating advice. No. Yeah, it sounds weird. No. So, what, what, what kind of conversation is that going to bring up? <laughs> Can I ask you something to keep up in my sex life? <laughs> I was, I was, there was this girl and she got naked and my dick got hard. I know. I thought you were going to say, <laughs> I have this rash. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind and you of and I are like, huh? So you fucked four people this week, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Y'all need to get tested. <laughs> all right. So it says all of these conversations will vary based on your comfort level, closest with the other person, the depth of your relationship, or type of sexual encounter. I'd love the opportunity to learn from my friends through these conversations. But hey, I'll never forget about the last person who says, hey. Let's talk about doing it. You might find that others are excited to talk about it. They just don't know how to bring it up. You know what? That, that is really true because I've had a lot of vanilla friends in the past. And anytime I've tried to ask them about their sex life, it's like either null, like they don't have it, or they don't want to fucking talk about it with me. They don't want to talk about it because they're not getting it. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure that was a big part of it. Also, I've been around you long enough to already know. You don't say, let's talk about doing it. <laughs> hey, let's talk about doing it. <laughs> you just look at him and be like, so who'd you fuck? Who's the last person you fucked? <laughs> How long has it been? Was it fun? You know, when <laughs> Do I... Do we need to get you a strap on so you can peg him? <laughs> that, that question to me sounds like um, a Cheech and Chong reference. Like, hey, man, let's talk about doing it. <laughs> You know, that's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> Pass that joint, bro. You know, that's what it sounds like. That sounds ridiculous. Doing it. Doing it. <laughs> doing it. Doing it. Doing it. Well, okay. So, anywho, go ahead, John. Getting consent to conversate. Okay. Ooh. So, we have to have consent to talk to our friends about sex. <laughs> Before you dive into these conversations... Get buy-in from your friends. Talking about sex without confirming that it's comfortable for everyone involved can be triggered, triggering for people who've experienced sexual trauma or abuse. Ask your friend, is it okay if we talk about sex? And I guarantee you that there's going to be no if you ask it like that. No, absolutely not. Yes. But we've had, we have friend, um, the Griswold. Yeah. They uh they try to talk to their friends about sex, and oh. now some of their friends don't talk to them at all. Oh anymore. no, they shut down totally. Yeah, like they just ghosted them. Yeah. they've been friends for years. Yeah, and refuse to speak to them anymore. Oh yeah, when they finally admitted to a couple of their friends, this you know husband and wife, they said, "Yeah, we're swingers now." They were treating them like they were fucking pedophiles. Yeah, like how is that fair? So weird. That, those are sheltered motherfuckers who don't know what the hell they're doing. 
Right. You know, one time I told one of my classmates, she was a good friend that I had for, you know, a couple of years. She was like, oh, I'm having such difficulty dating and blah, blah, blah. I said, you know what? You need to date a submissive man. She's like, what? What's that supposed to mean? Dumb bitch. You go out with a guy who's submissive. Hello. Like, how is that hard to comprehend? Anyway, stupid bitch. No longer her friend. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Another helpful question to ask before holding deep conversations is, do you have the emotional bandwidth to discuss a heavy topic with me? Heavy, John. Wow. (laughs) If I ask one of my friends, do you have the emotional bandwidth? (laughs) The conversation's over. They're like... (laughs) Oh, are you trying to ask me if I'm smart enough to talk to you? (laughs) The emotional bandwidth. Wow. Okay. Wow. You know. (laughs) Bandwidth. Okay. When you, you got to pick how you speak to your audience. Mm -hmm. You don't want to treat your friends like they're a bunch of idiots or you're talking down to them. Nobody says emotional bandwidth to their friends. Never. You use that shit at work. Correct. <laughs> a friend asked me this once before a big conversation, and I've never forgotten how respected it made me feel. So I guess if you're, you know, lame, academic, mm-hmm. that might be a good question. Yeah. But your regular friends, dumb yourself down a little bit. Have fun. Enjoy the conversation. You don't have to be all prim and proper. We're not. This is this is not a politically correct conversation. <laughs> Where it says, a heavy topic with me. Maybe they should have said, a heavy topic with me, like coitus. (laughs) (laughs) Or how heavy these nuts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One more time. (laughs) I fucking love that. Oh, my God. All right, John. So? To be sex positive doesn't just mean seeing the positives about sexuality. It means representing the diversity of it. And that includes people who are much more private or modest. (sighs) Okay, I guess we'll stop. Vanilla shaming. (laughs) (laughs) And now we're vanilla shaming. (laughs) Jesus. Okay. I had somebody say that to me one time. We were talking, and they were telling me what they like and everything. And I can't remember what I said. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, well, that is... Because we were talking about BDSM. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that doesn't seem that much out of the ordinary. That doesn't seem... She's like, well, why are you shaming Why are you shaming me? Because I'm not as far out there as you are. I was like, I'm not shaming you. That's what the conversation was. Yeah. I was trying to open up the conversation to more. Yeah. And she's like, no, that's just what I like. And yeah. she get really offensive. Defensive. Well, <clears throat> she's probably defensive because she wanted to do more and just didn't have the balls to do it. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. That's why we should talk to our friends. Exactly. We should help them through. Be like, huh, what, what can I do for you to help you open up and experience more? Now you're sounding like a therapist. Now that's a good way to start a conversation. Yeah, Misty would be very happy with that statement right there. Misty likes a lot of things I say. <laughs> I'm sure she does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Make sure you're clear on everyone's c- 
comfort level. We just said that. Yeah. To be sex positive doesn't just mean, okay, we just said that too. Yes, we just said that too. <laughs> Not everyone wants to talk about pegging, and that's okay. Everyone wants to talk about pegging. <laughs> and that they don't fuck them. All right. Okay. So, number three, setting boundaries. Once you've confirmed mutual comfort levels, you'll still want to maintain boundaries. <laughs> Why? I'm good, <laughs> I'm good friends with the long-term partners of my besties. Oh, then she oh, has a bestie. Yes, yeah, she does. Which is maybe why the topic doesn't come up as often. We're a tight-knit group of friends, so we're more prone to protect intimate details and save the sex conversation for when there are larger health or relationship issues at hand. So I guess they'd rather talk about STDs and uh, medication for uh, erectile dysfunction. Instead of giving that good dick review, and then their friends want some of it too. Exactly. They don't want to share. Right? (laughs) I share with my friends. Like, we're friends. Let's fuck. (laughs) (laughs) When talking about sex (laughs) with friends, set boundaries and expectations when talking about sex. Um, so that each participant feels comfortable with the level of disclosure. We get it. Levels. We get it, right? It's like an onion. Peels and layers. layers. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thank you, Donkey. Yes. Oh, Donkey. Yes, yeah. like Shrek. That's yeah, what you Shrek. Said. Yes. I know. You do not? You didn't have okay. to call me an ass, though. <laughs> <laughs> do I need to uh, open that app for that? Do I need to open that ass? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have an ass, don't you, John? That, that's, that's a good way to start a conversation. Can I open that ass? Yeah, John. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> that's the uh, shit noise on my ass. I hear it. We, we got shit into this episode. Okay, Congratulations. we got it. Okay. All right. That's so, a good conversation for you. Of course it is. You then like I, to shit in people's mouths and tell your friends about this? it? Yes. And people like to hear the stories. They do. They like to hear it. Right. Okay. And last but not least, here it says, then outline exactly what you want from the conversation. Let a friend know if there's something you don't want advice on. People sometimes assume that what works for them will work for others, but sometimes you just want someone to listen. So when you approach me and say, you know, Mia, I like to wear diapers. And I say, okay, John, but don't tell anybody. They're going to think you're just a little baby. That is not what she said at all. <laughs> it's not even close. <laughs> Here's more what she yes, said. Go ahead, John. Mia, I uh-huh. like to wear diapers, and I don't need your advice. I just want to tell you about it and how it makes me feel. I just really need you to shut the fuck up and listen right now. Oh, really? Yeah. that's. <laughs> <laughs> and stop telling everybody that's about it. That's a dragon for you, John. I know. <laughs> Do number fucking four, John. Uh, Do number fucking four. I just did number three for you. No, you didn't. I did number three. And then I did it right. All right. Good no. for you. <laughs> Choosing discussion topics. Oh, my gosh. How about what we did last week? Well. <laughs> <laughs> that might take a while. It might take a while. That was scared my friends away. Yeah, we did some dirty shit. Okay. Well, I did some dirty shit. You did some dirty shit, apparently with the dogs watching. <laughs> <laughs> I made them get to their doggy beds. Okay. It doesn't count. Okay. Go ahead. The... Okay. 
Can I? <laughs> Please do, because I really want you to get to that second part of the sentence. <laughs> see that. Just for you. <laughs> <laughs> the bulk of my sex talks with friends have centered on our physical health. What's normal? What's not? And seriously, is this just an ingrown hair or what? That's not sex talk. It is. Uh, it's on your pubis or your mom's pubis <laughs> <laughs> or your taint. Oh my god. <laughs> They're talking about shaving. We're talking about fucking. Yes. Okay. But it did say sexual health, so. Okay. But there's value in discussing your sexual experiences, even if it's just to have a laugh together about when things don't go according to plan. We do that all the time. Of course we do. We laugh when it does go according to plan. Of course we do. <laughs> if you need more structure, uh, you can listen to podcasts about sex and chat about your favorite episodes. Well, we should we should make a podcast. You think? Yeah, I keep telling you this doesn't count. This is this is bullshit. Oh, really? <laughs> is it? Is it really? Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. John, okay. you're other thing. <laughs> I'm annoying. You're totally annoying. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, Bestie. Yeah, John. <laughs> I'm annoying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm not stupid. <laughs> Other things you can discuss include where your messages, where your messages about sex and gender come from. Oh, books and movies that made you think about sex or gender issues, sex and sexuality in the context of social issues. See, they're not talking about sex. They're not. They're talking about gay rights and and. Things that they saw in movies. They're not talking about their sex lives. They're talking no. about social media, all that. Yeah. And if they have a fucking ingrown hair in their mom's pubis. Positive okay. experiences and new discoveries in your sex life. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, anything worrying you or causing you anxiety in the bedroom? Nobody wants to hear about that shit. They want to know Nobody. who you fucked and how yes. good it was. Yes, they do. Self-pleasure habits and experiencing your comfortable sharing or your favorite sex toy recommendations. Nobody wants to hear about me beating off. How you work <laughs> sex into a long-term relationship. Do you have to schedule sex, or is there a great routine that works for you? Hmm. All right. These are boring. So boring. So I'm, I'll just throw something in there. This is kind of funny. So I went on a date with a guy, and of course I knew I was going to have sex after the date. So we're having sex and everything else, and the lights are turned down. And he grabs something, and I'm thinking, oh, he might grab some lube or you know, even a massager. <clears throat> Before I know it, he's sticking his wife's dildo at my pussy. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whose toy is that? Point of it is, don't use another woman's toy on your, your new female partner. Exactly. Just don't do it. It's classless. I have toys. Yeah. That I use on multiple people. Yeah. With a condom on it. Yeah. Put a condom on. I don't think you put a condom on this. No, he probably <laughs> didn't because he's an idiot. Yeah, he did. He just reached idiot. over and was like, oh, look, I got a toy. <laughs> yeah. Let me stick it in you. <laughs> so, anyway. Even my vibrators, I put condoms on. Yeah. If they're my special friends and I've used them on them before, that's one thing. But yeah. if I'm going to use it on multiple people, yeah. it's a lot easier to put a condom on it. Because they're porous. And, and change the condom. Absolutely. Than trying to have to clean that thing. Absolutely. How are you going to clean 
rubber. I don't know. It just soaks in there. You never get it. It does. Out. It's porous. Yeah. It's porous. You can dip it in alcohol, but that's not going to get it. Yeah. But you know it's that. Great sex advice, y'all. You Put know, condoms on your toys. <laughs> <laughs> you know that lovely massager that you brought, though? Oh, yeah. So, <clears throat> before we put a condom on it, too, Lucy goes to go and use it on her sub. Oh, my God. John won't mind. <laughs> so. <laughs> just now telling me? Thank God I put a condom on it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so then, so then after. I don't mind Lucy some. She, oh, I know you don't. Uh, she's great. She's oh, perfect. Oh, I know. But you know what's funny is too, is that um she when she was done coming, she's like, oh, I need to go get alcohol and wash this off. I said, yeah, go ahead and use soap and water first, and then you know we'll alcohol it after. And um, she says. Or maybe I should just lick it off and clean it. I said, you know, you just told your mistress that. So, yeah, she's going to make you lick it off. <laughs> and she said, you heard that right, sub. <laughs> so, fun times. Yeah, that's what we did this weekend. I'm so glad you told me now. A week yes. later. Oh, you love it. Okay. <laughs> Number five, checking in after the conversation. So basically, okay, after wait a minute. You, you said there was a something in the second part that I was really going to like, and you, you no, lied. No, I said the second part of that first paragraph, which was talking about your ingrown hair, John. Oh, you thought I was going to like that. Yeah, I did. Because oh. I think of ingrown hair as I think about you. <laughs> 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 So, number five, checking in after the conversation. So, like I was saying Aftercare. Conversation aftercare. (laughs) After you have scared your friends in talking about your sex life. Ask them if they're okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, how do you feel about talking about sex? Right. But it says here, even if your friend isn't talking about it, they might still have more to say. So, they might want to hear more juicy details about your sex life, John. How are you feeling about what we talked about last time? Would you like to talk about it some more? Tell me about your orgasms. <laughs> Those, there, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Because we actually do talk about that. We do. It's like we had a heavy conversation. How are you feeling about it? You, you want to talk? No. Did you come? Yeah. Did you come? <laughs> Where did she come? Like, did she like, you know, did you let her shoot your load in your face? You know, did she come on your tits? Like, come on. Okay. Right? Yeah. You get so excited. You're like, did she make you come though? And you're, I'm like, yeah. You're like, yeah, good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a good friend. You're like, I just want him to be able to come. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to talk it's about it It's funny because it's true. It's true. <laughs> it is true. I'm like, yay, John had an orgasm. <laughs> Right? It says, even if your friend isn't talking about it, they might still have more to say. You know, this was something the Griswolds brought up in the conversation. It was basically saying that when they accidentally sent their butt pic to their friend, they already said that their friends basically have a very boring sex life. Like, it's probably inexistent. Like, non-existent, I should say. And so, you know, that's the sad part, you know, and people, they, they spend too much time with their children or their work and whatever, and they just don't make time for just a good old fashioned quickie, you know, get that nut, get that nut and go to sleep. (laughs) 
what I'm going to do tonight. You know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you a sex doll when I become a millionaire because that way you'll at least have a backup so you don't have to use your hands. <laughs> I told you. I'm a master baiter. Yes, I'm, you are. I'm great at it. <laughs> <laughs> when dealing with... Deeply emotional questions about sexual relationships, sexuality, or sexual health. Remind your friends that you can revisit the conversation at any time. I let my BFFs know that we have the same exact discussion a hundred times, even if it helps them. And I mean it. Do you regularly talk to your friends about sex? Hmm. Well. I'm not having those conversations because if I had that conversation with a friend, I would never want to have that conversation. Right. Like, let's talk about coitus, John. <sighs> okay. But what should I do? Should I, <laughs> should I, should I shave first or should I bathe first? I don't understand. I don't know what I should do first. No, nobody fucking cares about that shit. Nobody cares. Pew. Pew. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, That's really interesting. Is it? So interesting. Mm. That was a licking noise. I heard it. (laughs) All right, I'm done. I'm done. So what you should do when you sit around a group of friends and having your little girls talk, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. What you should do is ask them, so how many of you have ever ate pussy before? That's the conversation you need to be having. Exactly. You know, it's a bunch of girls sitting around the table. Y'all eat pussy? Exactly. <laughs> and then you might find out you know, a couple of you like each other, and then you have sex. That's the point in having a sex talk, so you can have sex. Exactly. You know what's interesting? You talk, okay, we've talked about friends and everything else, and I know we're, <clears throat> we're cutting it in time, but I will say that I've always been the cool aunt. So my nieces and nephews have always come to me. It's so funny you think that. It, it's so true. <laughs> I know. Go fuck yourself, John. Anyway. I'm going to. I keep telling you that. <laughs> but, but they've all come to me about sex. They've all asked me about sexual advice. Because I've always told them, I'm like, look, your parents, they suck. Don't ask sex advice from them. Like, your mom's a prude. Your dad, no. Don't ask either of them. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you don't want to hear that talk. So it's like tonight, I went over to visit my nieces and my niece says, oh, hey, auntie, I um, I just got some, my shipment. She has the, uh, the mail order shipments that come in that she gets her sanitary stuff and her tampons and all that together in a package. And so they send her free female products. So she's like, yeah, I've got those pussy condoms for you. She's like, I know you're going to use them. <laughs> And I'm like, yes, dental dams. And so my sister says, what are those? And I'm like, well, when you're going down on a woman, you know, you spread that female condom and you get to lick it all and do all that good stuff without getting any, um, you know, disease. Right. Because <laughs> some ran wrap is huge in a big bulky mess. Exactly. <laughs> And it's not as sexy. It's no, not as sexy. No. Like, come here, baby. Let me use this saran wrap on your pussy. It's not sexy. You want to be super safe. You just wrap your face in saran wrap and then go down there. Oh, okay. Is that how you do it? All yeah. right. I mean, you'll last for about 30 seconds and then pass out and die. But 
Yeah. Wow. But, you know, so <laughs> needless to say, it's funny conversations that we've had. And, you know, I got that from my parents. My parents, despite them being, you know, very sheltered Catholics growing up, when we were, you know, of age, they would openly say things like, you know, how is your marriage? You know, how are things going? And, you know, my brother, he came over a few weeks ago and he's like, yeah, you know, she doesn't like to do foreplay. She just wants it up and wants me to fuck her. And, you know, he's saying this openly to our mother. I'm like, yeah, I don't think mom really wants to hear that, but she's like, oh, it's okay. It was kind of funny. It was ha ha. It was a ha ha moment. It's not sad though. Oh, you need to talk to your brother about sex and be like, Hey, Foreplay is a thing that you should be doing. Oh, he didn't have the problem with the foreplay. He was telling us that his girlfriend has a problem with foreplay. So talk to him about it, and so he can talk to her about it. Yeah, I told him. I said, why didn't you just get her toys or, you know, make it interesting before there's actual penetration? He's like, that's not what she wants. She wants it. I said, hold on. I know what she wants. She wants it rough, hard, and now I said, she wants a rape fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she won't tell him that. I already know. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Well, we can have that conversation, too, because we do that. We've had that conversation before multiple times. <laughs> Just like multiple orgasms. All right, John. It's now been that's fun. some sex talk. That is definite sex talk. All right. You ready? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say goodbye. Well, I tell you this: we need we need to tell we need to tell our listeners too. If you're local in the area, we've got two events coming up this weekend. We've got the Rabbit Hole Open Dungeon Night for Friday. It starts at seven o'clock, ends at two a.m. She also has rooms available for rent. I think that she has one left. So, and then of course Saturday we've got our munch. We're going to, you know, have people go out to dinner with us and then come back at 8 o'clock for a sensual domination class where you and I are going to teach them some dirty shit. We're going to do some fucked up sexy shit. We're going to talk about sex, baby. (laughs) But also, we're going to have a munch. How cool is that? They get to hang out with us. So cool. You get to hang out with Mistress Mia and her sideways chick, John. (laughs) Perfect. There's people all over the world that would love that. So, yes. yeah, if you're local, come out and see us and then take advantage of it. Absolutely. Because a lot of people wish they could. Absolutely. I'm not trying to stroke my own ego, just my cock. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> so, until next time, make your meeting John and Mia fantasies become realities. <laughs>